Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 82. My name is Chris Harper. You can hear the Take Note radio program weekdays on Guam at 88.1 FM. In it, we talk about a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. This podcast version features about a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite recent programs, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Job 1. If things are going what we consider wrong in life, it can be easy for us to wonder, how could it get any worse? Well, the account of Job that we'll address today reminds us it can always get worse, and it may even help to convince us that our situation is not that bad after all. While a difficult one to tell, the account of Job can be inspiring. He chose faithfulness to God, no matter how difficult it became, confronting the death of family members, the loss of his possessions, and even his own health. He remained faithful, not charging God foolishly in all this, which is our theme today from Job 1. In the first chapter of Job, we're introduced to a godly man. We learn a little about his character, a little about his family, a little about his wealth, and then have a look behind the scenes as God reveals to us the interaction he had with Satan about his servant Job. Job 1.1 There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. When it says that Job was perfect, it means he had integrity. He was upright. He had a habit of doing the right thing. And he did it because he feared God. As a result of knowing and having a reverence for God, he turned away from evil. And here's a little about his life. Job 1, 2, and 3. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and about 500 yoke of oxen and 500 she-asses and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all of the men of the East. This was a blessed and well-propertied man. As a matter of fact, he was one of the most prominent and profitable of his era. There was no one around blessed in a greater way. And on one particular occasion, Job 1, 4, and 5, his sons went and feasted in their houses, everyone his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And it was so when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. We learn a little about Job's concern for his family here. He intercedes for them. He's concerned about whether or not they've sinned, cursing God in their hearts. And he remains consistent in his sacrifice on their behalf demonstrating both his love for them and his love and reverence for God. 
All of this is very good so far, but there are some things happening behind the scenes. We see that in Job 1, 6 through 8. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? So God is over all, and when the host of heaven came before him here, Satan, who had been cast out from them, was among them. And God asked Satan a question, to which he already knew the answer. But the answer to the question serves as a reminder to us that the enemy is walking about. The New Testament says that he's seeking whom he may devour. But in his prowling, searching for those he may seek to destroy, the Lord asks if he is considered Job. I actually find it interesting that God confirms the character of Job here. He relists his character traits. He's full of integrity, God-fearing, and always avoiding evil. We should not seek these character traits so that we can be regarded by men as pious, but rather because they please the God who knows and sees everything, the God who rewards us according to what we really are, never judging incorrectly, who is graceful and provides his saints every bit of equipment to do his will. So how will Satan respond? Job 1, 9-11 Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. It seems to me the lying enemy of God and his people, the false one, Satan, has made an accusation that directly contradicts something God has already said about Job. God sees deep into every man's heart, and he has seen Job's heart declaring that he has integrity declaring also that he fears God. But Satan says all it will take is a little hardship, and Job will crumble. So the accuser of the brethren lives up to his name, falsely charging Job. And in Job 1.12, the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. It seems strange to say that God has confidence in Job because he knows and reigns over the future, but that's the only word we have to describe it. He releases Satan to act, and he demonstrates no concern that what Satan is charged about his servant will have any hint of truth. And so now it's up to Satan to show his true character. Job 1 Verses 13 through 19. And there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. 
And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing, and the asses feeding beside them, and the Sabaeans fell upon them, and took them away, yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven, and hath burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands, and fell upon the camels, and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. And while he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Well, the events of these seven verses are almost too much to take in. This is calamity, disaster, hardship, and pain of a compounded nature. Perhaps we can imagine one of these events, at the very most two of these circumstances for ourselves, but it's difficult to even consider. But this was the reality of a mere man, just flesh and blood like us, a godly man to be sure, but just a man. And so it only remains to see how he responded. Job 1, 20-22 Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not, nor charge God foolishly. In verse 20, if you stop at the word and, then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and, what comes next for you? What comes next for me? Perhaps asked why? Screamed out in agony? Fell apart? Well, not for this man of integrity, Job. He worshipped. He recognized reality. And throughout, he demonstrated what God already knew, that he feared him. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.